Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. of the Lord. Oh, give Jesus a big round of applause. It's about that time that we are all have been waiting for. The Bible says that we should not conform unto this world, but be ye transformed with the renewal of our minds. So as we have all come here, I want to urge each and every one of us to renew our minds. Forget everything that you thought you knew about the word of God. Clear your mind and let us welcome our father, our bishop, our pastor, Bishop Daniel Halley. Status is changing. There's no more decline. I'm on my way to better days. My status is changing, there's no more decline, I'm on my way to better days. How many of you believe that you are changing levels? My status is changing, no, no more decline, no more decline, you are on your way to better days. I'm on my way to better days. Let's say it one more time, my status is changing, my status is changing, no more To yourself, no it's a confession. I'm on my way to better days. Oh, my status has changed. No more decline. I'm on my way to better days. Where are you off to? Somebody going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. I'm on my way. I'm on my way to better day. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Status is changing. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Tell your friend to better day. I am on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my Your friend, you are your on your way. You're on your way. You're on your way. You're on your way to better day. You're on your way. You're on your way. You're on your way. You're on your way to better day. Yeah. How many of you believe that you're on your way? To better days. Better days are ahead of you. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to Jesus and let us pray. Father, thanks a million for your presence in this place this morning. Speak your word to us. Mighty Holy Spirit, minister to everyone here in God. 
in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Well, it's exciting to be with you, to speak the word of God to you. My prayer is that God's word will put you at a better place. God's word will build something in your life. God's word will make things happen in your life. Bible says God by his word has formed the foundations of the earth. All right? So my prayer is that your heart will be open to God's word and God will speak to you. Somebody say amen. amen. Say a better amen than your neighbor. Wonderful. Well, we just want to shoot straight into it. I've been preaching about how to walk in divine favor. All right? And it's hot today, so I'm not going to be preaching for a a long time. So just come along and let's roll. All right? Wonderful. I said the foundation of this message is that God is the one that brings a person into favor. Daniel 1 verse 9, the Bible says, Now the Lord had brought Daniel into favor with the princes of the eunuchs. All right? Exodus 11.3, the Bible says, It is God that brought Moses into favor. All right? So, favor comes from God. And once we have this understanding, then we can go on this journey. If favor comes from your grandmother then the way to obtain that favor is different. If favor comes from the ANC government, then the way to obtain favor will be different. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you have seen the new Miss South Africa? Yeah, now we are into cheese cup. Yes. Last year we were into um, boycott. I told you, sister, stop asking us money for money to do your hair. Because now it's boycott. Now we are into cheese cup. Yeah, so don't ask us for weeks anymore. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Anyway, I said to be favored. To be favored means to be chosen, to be preferred. May you be chosen above whoever you are in competition with. It means to be preferred. It means to be liked. May God like you. Bible says, God liked Abraham. He called him my friend. Hallelujah. May God call you his friend. Hallelujah. So we talked about that. We also talked about the fact that there are two types of favor. Favor with God and favor with man. Luke chapter 2 verse 52. The Bible says, now the child Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with Man, hallelujah. So you can have favor with God. You can also have favor with man. I said that it's emphatic that you know that if you have favor with God, you will have favor with men. Bible says when a man's ways please the Lord, he causes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid to have enemies. I'm not scared to have enemies. I have a lot of them. I'm not scared to have them. Do you get it? Because when, if my way pleases the Lord, even my enemies will be forced to put up with me. Hallelujah. Yes, and also to fulfill the scripture, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's why I have enemies. It's not because I'm a bad guy. I don't stop looking at me. This guy must be really bad. That's why he has a lot. No, I'm fulfilling this scripture. That's all. Hallelujah. Wow. Powerful. We said, we talked about benefits of favor. One of the benefits I want to repeat today is that when you are favored, it, God ensures that you don't go away empty. How many of us remember when you visit your grandparents, they always give you something to go away with. They always have cookies. They always have sweets. Things that your parents don't give you, you see your grandparents have for you. Is that not so? Yeah. That's how it is. So the Lord said about the children of Israel, he said, I'll give them favor. Exodus 3, 21. That when, they, when thou goest out, thou will not go out empty. 
favor will ensure that you don't go out empty. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, I started to talk about how, how to, how to encounter or how to activate divine favor. So I started to give you keys. I said, I'm giving you 14 keys. So I started to talk about how, because yes, we all accept that favor is a good thing. We all accept that we need favor. We all accept that favor will be a blessing to us. But how do we get this favor? Amen. Amen. And in every teaching, this is where the boys are separated from the men. In every teaching, this is where the sheep are separated from the goats. Because this is how, you see, the first two or three sessions bring excitement. But the how, the reason why the how separates people is that many people are not ready to do what it takes to acquire the blessing. Many of us are not ready to fulfill the terms and conditions that bring the blessing. Hallelujah. And I said number one is live a righteous life. Live a righteous life. Life. Psalm 5 verse 12. What does it say? Give us the scripture. Okay, stop deceiving us. Psalm, Psalm 5 verse 12. The Bible says, For thou, Lord, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor will thou compass him as a shield. When you are righteous, one of the things God does for you is that he blesses you. Then another thing is that he circles you with favor. Amen. Amen. And I said, as Christians, we have to live a righteous life. There are too many thieves in the church. You know, we can, we can even have a police department in the church to arrest the thieves in the church. And there will be enough work for them to do. Meanwhile, Ephesians 4.28, the Bible says, let him that stole steal no more. But if you like, make a mistake and leave your mobile phone on your chair now. And go to the bathroom and come. By the time you come back, your phone is gone. Yeah. So for me, with my experience in the church, anytime I come to church, I make sure that my eye is on two things. One, my mobile phone. Two, my wife. Somebody may ask, what about your children? Look, they will survive. I have only two eyes. I can't watch three things at the same time. In this case, four. Yeah, I'm always watching. If you like, look, I bought tablets for my children when they were younger. They brought, they, it, it, it didn't get lost in school. It didn't get lost at the mall. Both of them got lost in church. When people were speaking in tongues, look, the tablet has gone into somebody's shoes in the church. Yeah, not in the mall, not at downtown, not at a squatter camp in the church. There are too many fornicators in the church. You, sometimes you even think the church is a brothel. Yeah. Sometimes you think, when you look at it, you think you are looking at a brothel. Yeah. Sex for airtime, sex for data, sex for wigs, sex for this. And it's, it's amazing. Please, just smile. Do you get it? Just, just smile because I'm preaching to the whole church. Just, do you get it? Don't, if, if you look, yeah, wear your mask. Nobody will see you. <laughs> But let us live a righteous life. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with who? The righteous. Let us all begin to live right before the Lord. If not for any reason to attract favor from the Lord. I'm sure you are clapping for me today because my wife is here. Last week you were not clapping for me. I know. I remember all of you. Number two. Number two. 
we said, have an expectation of favor. Second important key, have an expectation of favor. Psalm 23 verse 18, Bible says, your expectation shall not be cut off. For surely there is an end and thy expectation shall not be cut off. What you expect is what you get. I'm expecting to have a good service. And by the time I finish, I would have had a good service. You are expecting to have a difficult service. By the time the service is over, it will be difficult for you. You get your expectation. Come to church with an expectation that today God is going to bless you. You will be surprised you will leave this place with a blessing. Come with an expectation. Bible says, thy expectation, what you are expecting... If it's a marriage, what you are expecting from the marriage will not be cut off. Sometimes we go into marriage and so, say, uh, all men are bad. So, I'm ex- so, so you are expecting this, your good husband, to be bad. He will by all means be bad. You will, if, no, and it's not that he's bad. Whatever he does, it's, it's your outlook. You see, your outlook determines what you see. That's it. In every relationship, your outlook determines what you see. When your outlook changes, what you see also changes. Those of you who have been in relationships before, you will see that when your outlook was good, the relationship was like, I mean, the guy was lacquer. I mean, lacquer. I mean, local, local is lacquer. Is that not so? Then when the love started to finish, you see that, hey, you began, you began to notice his faults. He's too tall. His ears, his this, his accent. You begin to notice all these things. He shouts too much. He smiles like a Zulu. What is wrong with smiling like a Zulu? Is he not a Zulu? Who should he smile like? Shaka Zulu. Number three. Love for the kingdom of God. Bible says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God. Once you do that the things that everybody is looking for, God says, I will give them to you. Number four, I gave you eight last week, so let's roll. Number four, a lifestyle of prayer. Hebrews 4, 16, the Bible says, let us come boldly before the throne room of grace. When we come, what will we find? Mercy and grace to help in time of need. Anytime you come before God, these are the things you find. Grace to help and mercy. Hallelujah. Number five, humble yourself. I think this is the critical one. Humble yourself. Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he, God, will lift you up. If you want God to lift you up, somebody who is favored is somebody who is being lifted up. Humble yourself. You will be surprised that. Oh, let me not talk about it today. Let me talk about it here. Look, many of the people that you think are humble are not humble. No, 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 no. Being quiet is not humility. Phlegmatics are quiet, but they are the most stubborn in all the groups of temperaments. They will not say anything. They will not respond to anything, but they will never do what they don't want to do. Quiet is oh glory be to God. Proud like a witch. How do you know when people are proud? When they don't change their minds. You can't, you can't get them to change. They are stuck at an opinion. Bible says the backsliding heart shall be filled with his ways, his stubbornness. He will be filled with it. They never change. Meanwhile, it's obvious, it's as obvious as daylight. Or as obvious as a lunch bar. Never stuck at an opinion. It's like they've been dark, put in a hole and buried there. Cannot come out. Yeah. Look, some people are even prouder than the word of God. God's word that your grandmother came to meet. And you have also come to meet and you will go away and it will still be here. Prouder than the word of God. How do you know when, some, when the word of God cannot control somebody? The person is higher. 
Bible says, casting down imaginations and high thoughts that bring, lifts itself higher than the knowledge of God. That is, that is what we are fighting against. The weapons of our warfare, they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and high thoughts. Some issues are higher than you. You shouldn't even be thinking about it. Let alone speak about it. Because you can't speak about what you are not thinking, thinking about. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. You can't speak about what you are not thinking about. But some of them, they're higher than you. You, even, you, you just need to mm, and then move forward. That's all. This is the reason why cats and dogs, the cat always lives inside the house and the dog usually lives outside. Yeah. The cat is able to climb on top of the building, sees everything that is going on, will never say anything quiet. The dog, anything is says, whoa, 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 before long. That, and this is the same reason why when thieves come, they don't kill the cat, they kill the dog. Number next one. Did I tell you about have positive thoughts? Did I tell you about that last week? That was number six or seven. So have positive thoughts. As a man thinketh, so is he. If you think that you are favored, you will be favored. Like, like let's say when you are relating with somebody and you think the person likes you, you relate in a particular way. If you are relating with somebody, you think the person doesn't like you, there's also a way you relate. Your behavior is as you are thinking. So think that you are favored. Even your, the way you approach God will be different. Immediately. And Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so. You see, Proverbs 23, 7. As you are thinking, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Number seven or number eight, I told you about regular appearance in Zion or regular appearance in church. How many of you remember that? As for this, I remember I said it. Yeah. Psalm 102 verse 13. It says, for thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time of her favor, or her, the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Zion in the Bible represents the church. Hallelujah. And anytime you come to the church, the church is actually your place of blessing. And when you come there, you enjoy the favor that is upon the ministry and upon the church. So when you cut off your, sometimes people actually step away from their place of blessing. Step away from where, it's like your blessing is from here, then you step, I'm preaching on deception during the week. I want to encourage you to come around for it. This, this, this Tuesday, I'm going to, one of the things I'm going to talk about is this thing. The prodigal son, the devil wanted to reduce him to, to, to a pig. The Bible says, for he would have, he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine or the pig did eat. For no man gave unto him. That was the devil's plan. The devil wanted to turn him into somebody who was going to be with harlots and prostitutes. But he didn't start with that. He just started with, do you see your father is so difficult. Get out of your father's house. Ask for what belongs to you legitimately. Ask for your right and get out of your father's house. That's how it started. The devil wanted to get him to leave his place of blessing. So he just, Bible says, and he said unto his father, Father, give unto me the portion of goods that falleth unto you. And the father divided unto them his living. And not many days later, he, the younger gathered all together and took his journey. In, so he put everything together and he stepped out of his place of blessing. From that day, his problem started. 
He just went into a far place. That's where the problem started. Sometimes you don't know what the church is doing for you until you step out. Look, we may be as horrible as, as a horror movie, but you don't know what we do. At least we keep you entertained. So don't step away from your place of blessing. Yeah. I'll step away, they will see. There will be nothing we will see. You'll be surprised. Yeah, you'll be surprised. Let's, let's go forward. Let's go forward. When you read Hebrews chapter 12, the Bible says you have come to Mount Zion to an innumerable company of angels. Bring, bring us that scripture. I think Hebrews chapter 12, 28, 29, thereabout. Find it for me, my dear. When you, I'm showing you, when you come to church, what you have come to. For thou art come to Mount Sion, S-I-O-N. In this part, he uses S-I-O-N. To an innumerable for ye are come unto Mount Sion. So you have come to church. Unto the city of the living God. This is, when you come to church, this is actually what you have come to. The city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. To an innumerable company of angels. Next one. 23. After 22, 23. To the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which, is, which are written in heaven, to and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men, made perfect. Let's see what's in 24. And to Jesus. I said to who? To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. What does it mean, speaketh? The blood of Abel is like the blood that cries for revenge, but the blood of Jesus, it cries for forgiveness. That's where you have come to. Anytime you don't come to church, this is what you cut yourself off from. Let's go on to today because we have not even started today. Today, number one, number one, number one, number one for today. Seek wisdom. Proverbs chapter 8. Seek wisdom. How to obtain favor from God. Seek wisdom. One of the things you should be looking for is wisdom. It says that not wisdom cry. And understanding put forth her voice. So in Proverbs chapter 8, the Bible is talking about wisdom. And he's saying that wisdom is crying and is calling. So when you read through the whole chapter, wisdom is shouting to people, I am here, I am here. I am here, I am here. But nobody is minding wisdom. Nobody is minding wisdom. Now verse 34. Is now beginning to those who will mind wisdom. When you go home, you can read the rest of it. It says, Blessed is the man that heareth me. Who is the me here? Wisdom. Watching daily at my gate, waiting at the posts of my door. You are waiting for somebody's post on, on his status and somebody's post on Facebook. Meanwhile, wisdom is updating her status every day. We are not checking. But you are busy waiting for your friend's status. Yeah, status. Now, now the world has changed. We are into status wars. When people want to fight you, they fight you on status. <laughs> Is it? Are we not childish? Status, write a status. Then when you see this, it's aha. Eh? Then you also write a status to reply to their status. Look, if you have something to tell me, I'm here. Come and tell me. <laughs> because I don't even see, I don't check your status. I know you, I don't check your status. Yeah. Then you also reply, wives are very wicked. 
because he has, he has written, husbands are bad. Fear men and live. Then you also reply, fear woman and live. Or no woman, no cry. <laughs> Meanwhile, wisdom is updating her status. And we are not seeing. Verse 35. Look at what it will do for you, 35. For whosoever findeth wisdom, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. When you find wisdom, you find life and favor. Yeah, life and favor. I think First Chronicles 1 or 11... First Chronicles 1, I don't know which account. Second Chronicles 1, let's read that one instead of First Kings. Bible says, and the Lord, verse 7, appeared to, to Solomon in Gibeon and asked him, ask what I would give to you. So Solomon was sitting, in that night did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, ask what I shall give you. Can you imagine God appearing to you and saying, Bulelua, ask me what I shall give you. Ask me. How many of us would be happy if God were to appear? Mm. It will be exciting. It will be, it will be nice that God has appeared to me. Even some of us, look, not even some of us, all of us, if Sarah and Apostle were to appear to you at the mall, and at Liberty Mall, Cyril Ramaphosa appeared to Norma and said, ask me what I shall give you. Hey, that day. Hmm, my God. I tell you, when I finish my request, oh, <laughs> even Cyril Ramaphosa himself, he will not be president again. <laughs> because I request the whole country. <laughs> And he will ask me, so after I've given you, where would I be president at? <laughs> and Solomon said unto God, that has shown me great mercy. That has shown great mercy unto David, my father, and has made me king, has made me reign in his stead. Verse 9. 9. Now, O Lord, let thy promise unto David, my father, be established. For thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Verse 10 is the piece of scripture. Give me now money and houses. Give me, give me now wisdom and knowledge. That I may go out and come in before this people for who, for who can judge this thy people that is so great. Verse 11. We are going up to 12. So, Calapans, ah, Kaoleza, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. And God said unto Solomon, because this was in thy heart, and thou hast not asked for riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thy enemies, nor yet hast thou asked for long life, but hast asked for wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people, over whom I have made thee king. Verse 12. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there be any after thee like thee. Yeah. Look at what wisdom has done for somebody. Just asking for wisdom. Look at what it has done. Look, when you have, even Bible says by wisdom, a house is built. Don't you see two people, they earn the same salary. One person has built, one person cannot build. It doesn't take money to build. Sit up, my brother. Sit up. Yes, you, not me, you. Sit up. Okay, sit up. Thank you very much. God bless you. Wisdom is what is used to build. Anything that you see that has been built is wisdom. This church has been built through wisdom. It's a certain kind of wisdom that can afford this property. Yeah, it's not money alone. There are churches that have money. 
but they cannot buy a building or they cannot build a building. It doesn't even occur to them to build. It doesn't. Wisdom. The way you are quiet, let's go forward. Number nine or number ten. Is it nine or ten? Ten. Have the right company. Have to obtain wisdom. Favor, have the right company. First Corinthians 15, 33. The Bible says, be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. If you walk with people who are favored, you will be favored. If you walk with people who are not favored, you will not be favored. It's as simple as that. Sometimes you ride along with people and you enjoy the favor that they have. Yeah. And, and you enjoy it just because you are going with them. Yesterday we were going somewhere. My wife said, let's call somebody to go with. Somebody specific to go with. And I'm like, ah, we have our car. We can drive. We can go there. My wife said, we, we will need this person. Let's go with this person. I said, okay, good. You don't find good wives that easily. So let me listen to her advice. <laughs> Yeah, we called a person. In the middle of the trip, we realized that we needed, the, we needed a person like that. So later when we were coming, my wife was telling me that you, you would have been alone. <laughs> and you would have seen. <laughs> Look, when you give people advice and they take it, don't rub it in. Why? <laughs> you want to be a hero. Why? <laughs> I told you, you would have seen how you would have suffered. <laughs> Wives, this is why your husbands don't take your advice. Ah. You give them the advice and they take it. And what you said comes to pass. You just keep quiet. And you rather commend them that you are a wise man. But you are now telling him that you would have seen what would have happened to you. Next time when you give advice, they won't take it. <laughs> An unfavorable friendship can stop the flow of your favor. Yeah. When I was in school, I, 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 there, there, there was a particular lecturer. In fact, I can tell you two stories. One was in high school, one was in the university. One of our high school first, I was in class with one of my teacher's child. When the same class and the same um, dormitory. Anytime we are going to write his father's paper, we get close to him <laughs> to see what he is studying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if his father has not shown him, he comes from the house. It's, it runs in their blood. <laughs> so we all can say, "What are you studying? This topic." Then we go and study it. When we can, what again? When you go, you see it's there, clean. Clean. We used to tell you, look, when your father is asleep, then you just open his bag. Because the man had a bag that he used to come for lecture. Just open. The questions are there. We know. The questions are there. <laughs> we told him, that, look, don't let us struggle for nothing. The questions are in your dad's bag. see you are in school, you see the teacher likes a particular person. You have to get close to that person to enjoy the favor that that person enjoys. But you say, oh, we, we, we don't care. We are in, uh, look, we are in a free site South Africa. I have the right to do it. Be there. You see the person is passing you are failing. Work with the right company. I've gone to places that I got access to the place because of who I was with. Yeah. Because of who I was with. One day I went somewhere, I was holding somebody's Bible. And they were not allowing anybody into the VIP side. But because I was holding the Bible. 
I was holding the Bible. I said, oh, I'm with him. I'm, this is his Bible. I said, oh, come in, come in. Then I went into the air-conditioned place. All the people were in the heat. I was in the air-conditioned place enjoying the small chops, drinking the Coca-Cola, crossing my way. When the people passed, oh, hello, man of God. Hello. Yeah, I was feeling very powerful. And at that time, I wasn't a man of God. No, no, no. You, you are thinking of now. I'm telling you, years ago, I was just a small boy, but I was the one holding the Bible. <laughs> a boy of God. <laughs> so you see people who are, instead of fighting them, join them. So that the favor they are enjoying, some will rob off you. Yeah. So, and why did they choose this one instead of this one? He likes tall people instead of uh, other people. Uh, they said, join them. Join them. When they can say, all five of you, come. That's all. Maybe they are calling all five of you because of maybe just one person that is in the mix. Yeah, I've gone to places where I know that this access we are getting, we are just getting because of one person. But it looks some way when the person says, oh, you, come. That's what we call nepotism. So when he can say, oh, all of you, come. Or favoritism. Or anytism that you know. Next one, my time is running out quickly. Number 11. Walk in divine guidance. Walk in divine guidance. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. When God directs you, I'll show you now, he brings you into, into favor. Many of us are walking in our own wisdom, what we think about things. What we think about it. I think it should be this way. Then that's how you are working. I think this is the way. But we have read the scripture. It says, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end are the ways of death. I read that to you when on Tuesday, right? Yeah. There's a way that seems right. It looks good. In your judgment, in your understanding, it looks so good. But the end are the ways of death. Be careful when you are taking a decision. Be, 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 I mean, you have to, look, when I'm taking a decision, that, that's why that means some people say, oh, maybe I'm slow to take a decision. Because I'm really careful that I can make a mistake. I can make a mistake. Sometimes I can tolerate people for a long time. The reason why I tolerate them is that I am a man. I can make a mistake. I am a man. I could be wrong. Or people change. One of the things you know, people don't change, but people change. I mean, generally, people don't change the way they are so who can make straight what he has made crooked. But sometimes people change. Yeah, people change. I mean, if I can become a pastor, then people change. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to talk about Pastor Tyler. I just want to talk about myself. <coughs> yeah. I mean, recently, I also don't want to talk about Yvonne. I just want to talk about myself. <laughs> about a week or two ago, Yvonne was in my house, and we were having a chat with my wife, and we were talking about some people, and I mean, wild unbelievers, not baby unbelievers, crack unbelievers, that we know them personally. Not that, no, no, no. Not like, we, like you know, this is your type of black coffee, who, who are your musicians? The, the H H A P P Y double H P Y Kalakata, those guys. You, who are the current ones? The, the way they are looking at me, they don't know all these people. Who? Mampinja. Do you know Mampinja? Yes. Who? Babes Odumo. Okay. It's okay. Just two is fine for today. <laughs> So we were talking about people like this. Do you get it? And it's not like people we know on TV. We know them. We, we know their real names or everything. My wife was asking us that. 
So when we were just talking, so that guy who went to this place, we, we, we were talking about the school he went to, where we know them from. And my wife was like, how do you know these people? How? I mean, how? I said, we know them. I mean, they are, they are human beings. We know them. She was so amazed. She was looking at Ivo and myself like, these guys, where did you grow up that you know such people? Yeah, so if people like us can become pastors, then people change. That's why sometimes I see somebody misbehaving. I watch that person for a long time because people change. Yeah, I'm a man. I can make a mistake. Yeah, just try. Yeah, you never know. You never, never know. And of course, if they don't change, at least I've done my best. Yeah. Say amen. amen. Say amen in Zulu. Say amen in Zulu. I told you Zulu is very easy. You just have to raise your voice. And then that's it. Why are you arguing? Why do you think taxi drivers are always shouting? Psalm 23. In Psalm 23, we see somebody whose life is guided by the Lord. I think I'll finish with this one. Somebody whose life is guided by the Lord. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. A shepherd is somebody who shows you where to go. That's why you always see the shepherd, they are holding a stick. They use it to direct the sheep where they should go. So here in Psalm, Psalm 23, we see the prototype of somebody who's been led, guided, directed by the Lord. So it says, the Lord is my shepherd. You can even say, the Lord is my guide. The Lord is my director. The Lord is the one who leads me. So it says, as soon as he acknowledges the fact that the Lord is my shepherd, he says, because of that I shall not want I'm safe. I shall not want. I shall not. Many church members don't allow the Lord to leave, leave them. He leadeth me, verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He said, when you allow God to lead you, when you are under divine guidance, what comes is you go into green pastures. Green pasture for a sheep is a place where the grass is greener. The food is nicer. Yeah, it's fresher, more vitamins, more, more variety. Ah, you have eaten pap for too long. Pap and cabbage. Wow. So which one is the protein? White wedding. Oh, okay. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Sometimes the reason why God wants you to be righteous is because of his name. Yeah, just for him. Because you are associated with him. You are in the same WhatsApp group with him, if they catch a thief tomorrow at downtown and it's you, it's not good for God. How many of you have seen so many stories? Pastor does this, pastor does that, pastor. It's all an attempt to disgrace God. Yeah, it's all an attempt to disgrace God. So, because of God, he wants you to be righteous. So that people don't get a reason to say bad things. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, I said surely, Definitely, when you allow God to guide you, you end up at verse 6 of Psalm 23. That's where you end up at. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When you allow God to be the one guiding you, the one leading you, you will end up here where there's goodness, where there's mercy. I see somebody ending up in goodness. But before you can end up there, you must allow God himself to lead you. Divine guide. Not your imagination. Not your thoughts. Not your heads. Not your offenses. Not your bitterness. Not your experiences. Not your knowledge. But God. Not your understanding. It's a lean not on your own understanding. Yeah. Look, if we are going by how we feel, the things we will do, you will be surprised. You will be surprised. If we go by what we know, the things we will do, you will be surprised. If we go by how we understand things. This morning I was telling my wife that the reason why a lot of relationships don't work is because of the way we approach the relationship. Yeah. I was explaining my, it's, it's not witches. Witches are not responsible for everything. No, no, no. You'll be surprised. Witches are responsible for just a few things. Just a few things. Like the fall of the church of Galatia. He said, who bewitched you? That is witches. But a few things. It's the way we handle the relationship. The way we approach the relationship. We are too casual. When it comes to relationships. Oh, give me your number. As soon as the person gives, gives you the number. Booyah. You have won the jackpot. Tata my chance. Tata my millions. That's why it doesn't work. I'm telling you. A relationship, oh, it must be a carefully thought out venture or adventure. Carefully thought out. But many of us, we are too casual. He has hair on his chest. So uh, it's enough. Gorillas also have hair on their chest. Why don't you try a gorilla? Yeah. Oh, I, I like her color. She's a yellow bone. Okay. It's not enough. That's why it's heartbreak after heartbreak. You are knocking on 27. Very soon, that it will become a prayer topic. Yeah. No, you have an opportunity to take your time and choose somebody for the right reasons, with the right foundation, and the right understanding. You are a Christian sister. You are entering into a relationship. Marriage is not a discussion on the table. And you still want to enter. And if I ask him about marriage, she will say that, he will say that I'm too forward. Look. It's like going to work somewhere. You not ask them, will you pay me or you not pay me? If I ask them, they will say I'm too forward. As they are asking for your effort, are they also not too forward? I'm giving you my time, my effort. What will you give me in exchange? I was explaining to my wife. So that's why a lot of the relationships in the church don't work. Yeah, we, 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 we just, sometimes we see from far away, so we wait for you where you will come and meet us. We just sit down and wait. We don't do much. We just sit down and wait. When you get there, we have our handkerchiefs, we have our tissues, everything to clean the tears. And then we move on. Because if we tell you now, you will not accept it. Never. You can't even understand. You can't even understand. No, I've heard that before. I mean, I advise somebody on a relation. The person told me I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've heard it before. It's a real life human being. I can't even call the person on the line. The person will tell you that I said that. I said that. No, it's a girl. It's a girl who said it to me. I'm jealous of the boy.
I'm like a ruler. A ruler. You see when you are drawing a line. Yeah. When I tee off, I aim straight. Yeah. No fade on my ball. No hook. Straight. Then it's gone. With a full swing. This is this is this is metaphorical. <laughs> it's not literal. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk about many things maybe if I get the chance on a day that is less hot and I have time on my side. I'll talk about it. But many of us are not relationship is just one thing. I mean, there are so many things. Rather lean on God's direction. Pray and ask God, direct me. Close every door that I'm not supposed to enter. Close it. One of the places that you understand this scripture about he will direct your path is when you are at the airport. The airport is usually one of the busiest places you can be. But hardly do people go to the wrong place. When people go to the wrong place, they want to go to the wrong place. Yeah. Because when you come out of the plane, I mean, one day we were at, I think, Dubai or something. I mean, one of the biggest airports. You take a train from one side for about 14 minutes to get to the other side in the same airport. Look, when you get out of the, as big as and as confusing as the airport is, when you come out of the airport, you see every door is closed. Every door is closed apart from the door you have to go through. When you come out, you look, where am I going? You just keep going. You see this door closed. Not just closed, locked. Closed, closed, locked, locked. Then you keep going. Uh, all the doors that are open are your doors. So you just walk through them. Walk through the world. Till you arrive at where you must arrive. Yeah. Till you, unless you jump over a fence or over a barrier, then you go to the wrong place. This is what it means for God to direct your path. When you allow him to direct your path, he starts to close other doors. He starts to close the doors you are not supposed to enter. You are not supposed to be in a relationship with this person. He closes them. You, you realize sometimes some just very funny, some simple confusion which you cannot even understand the source of the confusion. But then it leads to the end of the relationship. Then God is just cutting you off the person so that you can stay in your lane. Stay in your lane and get to Psalm 23 verse 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. God is trying to get you there. God is trying to get you there. Sometimes you apply for this school. You apply for that school. They don't accept you here. They don't accept you here. Then they accept you at a particular place. God is just getting you to get there. Maybe there are some people there you must meet for your life. That's why you must go there. Yeah. yeah. That's why you must go there. That's why you must go there. That is why you must go there. I remember Alan telling me he wanted to come to my high school, but he didn't get a chance to come. It was like his dream high school, but he didn't get a chance to come there. God was closing that door so that you meet the people that you, you met in your high school because they are the people who are going to be your connections for the rest of your life. If you had come to my school, perhaps you would have met a guy. He's as high as a high school. He would teach you how to smoke that. You will never, by now, we'll be seeing you on the street as a mental patient. You, you, you have gone bunkers. Yeah. So sometimes some things don't work in our lives. God is just cutting us off. God is just cutting us off so that he can get us to stay in the lane that he wants us to stay in. Sometimes you apply for a job. You, you look like the most qualified person for the job. Then you don't get the job. Then you are so heartbroken. And if, I'd go, if I was working at Nestle, I was working at Unilever, or I was working at Anglo Gold Ashanti, maybe it's Anglo Gold Ashanti that you work at, and there will be some problem with the, the documentations, and you'll be arrested, and you'll go to jail. But God was keeping you on your track, keeping you in your lane. May we allow God to direct our path. Yeah. May we get to a point in our lives where we can say surely goodness and mercy. 
shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this service to a close. Oh God. Lift your hands wherever you are and just ask God. I think let's, let's pray on this final point. That Lord direct my path whether it's my business, whether it's with my children, whether it's with my family, whether it's with my friends, Lord, direct me. Direct me. Close doors that I'm not supposed to enter. Open doors that I'm supposed to walk in. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, just begin to pray. Begin to pray. Reka palaba sante kila bashata kapara balalaya lekrondo lolobo zikrebe sheketi. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself right now. Even in areas that we have been stubborn, where God is directing us and we have refused to go, ask the Lord to give us another chance. As a church, as a family, as individuals, Lord, give us another chance. Direct our paths. Direct our paths. Direct our paths. Direct our paths. Guide us. Guide us. Guide us, O God. Guide us, O God. Guide us, Help us. Help us. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, Lord. Lift your hands wherever you are. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for your word. Thank you for speaking your word into our lives. Help us to walk in wisdom. Help us to join the right company in the name of Jesus. Help us to be under your guidance and under your direction. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray specially concerning this point. That we will not trust in our ways and in our own understanding. But in all our ways, we will acknowledge you. So that you direct our path. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. Every time that you have directed us, that we have have gone our own way. Have mercy on us and forgive us. Bring us back to the right way. Where we have gone astray, Lord, bring us back to the right road. In the name of Jesus, help us. Help us, Lord. Lord, we are helpless without you. Help us to come on to the right road. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Let us be able to say like David, that indeed, you are our shepherd and we will not want. You make us to lie down in green pastures. You lead us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Lord, even when we walk through the valley in the shadow of death, we will not fear for you are with us. And let us end up here where we will say surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say your amen louder than you said it. God is going to direct our path. And we will say, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Put your hands together. For the Lord. Wow. You are here this morning. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I am not born again. If I die today, I will not go to heaven. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. I want to request that every eye be closed and every head be bowed. We can give our brothers some privacy. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. 
I want to ask Jesus to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. If you are here like that, with every eye closed and every head bowed, lift up your right hand where you are, I will pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand, I will pray with you. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head, I will pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. Please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I don't want to go to If your hand is up, please come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Lift it up your hand. Come to me, my brother. Come to me. Come to me, I'll pray. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come unto Jesus. I'll pray with you quickly. taking the greatest decision of your life. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones. Bless them, keep them, wash them with your blood and fill them with your spirit. Use them to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonderful. Brothers, you see the lady there with a the lot of hair? Please wave so they can see you, the one over there. She has something she wants to give to you quickly and then you'll come back to your seat, right? Please. Just go with her. Wow. Oh, you can clap for them. This is the greatest decision anybody can make in their lives. To choose where you will spend eternity. Wow. Hallelujah. You may be seated shortly. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.